Hello, my name is Jerry Durham, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, What's Best for the Patient is Best for the Business. This podcast was put together for you, the healthcare practice owner, and wants to achieve success in your healthcare practice and turn this practice, this clinic, into a business. So if you want growth and scalability that drives financial performance, all three of those don't always come together. But if you want that, then you've come to the right place. I'm here to help you be most successful in your healthcare practice and turn it into a business. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Welcome back. Um, Don't know what you did in between this and the last episode, but hope it was something worthwhile. Maybe had a drink or something, watch some baseball or took a nap. So today uh, I want to go over this, uh, what do we call it? The checklist, right? This incoming checklist and boy, oh boy, this is a great place to end this first series. So basically what I did was I recorded like the first 10 to 20 shows and I put them in an order again, as I've said that I wanted you guys to have them start getting this. And I saved this for last for a couple of reasons. I want you to get high level, go into the weeds and then have to come back out again at the end. This also really ties my whole story together. I mean, it all comes together um, with this episode, you know, this template for first phone call success, this thing, I got to tell you, it has changed, but not a lot over the years. And really, this is it. This template, which you've probably heard me refer to as my 10-point checklist, which actually is now 10.1 checklist. And I'll share that with you. I think you guys might be the first one to get the 10.1 checklist. Um, it really hasn't changed much. And what it did was it, it was basically a cheat sheet for me very early on to make sure I do the things I knew I needed to do. And I was always into asking for scripts and everybody wanted scripts early on. And I was just like, well, yeah, but I just have this cheat sheet and I make sure the conversation flows to fill out my cheat sheet. And for better, or for worse, my friends, that's what the training learn how to have a conversation, learn how to listen, learn how to listen, learn how to listen, learn how to listen, and then fill out the 10 point checklist. I think you heard what the most important thing is in there. Because what people do with scripts is they don't listen. And for the love of God, we've all had that call with Verizon, with Comcast, with your insurance company, man. Right. Unfortunately, I've had that same exact call with lots of clinics when I do my secret callers. It got to the point where I could tell what EMR people were using based on the order of the questions. They had created the first phone call intake to fit the entry into the MR, which is the biggest fucking mistake you can make in your life. I fought tooth and nail with my MR to change some things so I could do more of the intake on the MR. And when they refused and continued to say no, I refused to be driven to using the EMR as my intake, dictating my intake process. A lot of this stuff, some EMRs now, some And I know people are going to reach out to me and tell me there's does it, but I'm going to tell you, you need this 10 point checklist. You need a, you need a template. You need a flow sheet for this first phone call. There's no EMR out there that can do this for you. And that's how this came together. I just had this, I had stacks of these sitting on my desk next to me for when that new patient phone call came in to make sure I did what I needed to do on every new patient phone call. Right. So that I could answer those two questions that I told you guys 
about a couple episodes back so I could give people and made sure they knew they were going to receive the three things that every patient wants. And then I could make sure that those four things that must be done in every new patient phone call were done. I had this checklist and now I call it the template for first call success. What's interesting is I use this for training. Um, I also use this when I'm doing secret callers. I also do this to um, evaluate phone calls that people send me when I listen to phone calls. So this tool is, it, 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 I tell you, if, if you put it up properly, and so many people are resistant to using it because they just want to go back to their EMR and fill in their EMR. And I help people understand how this tool actually helped me to understand what had to go into the EMR so I could get it in there quickly and then get the fuck off of it and have the conversation that I needed to have to make sure people would arrive, pay, and stay. Because if I stayed on the EMR, it wasn't going to be an arrive, pay, and stay conversation. It was going to be a bunch of questions about me and my business. And boy, will we go into this deep later. I actually have a um, podcast coming up called The The Ultimate Test at the End of the Phone Call. And it's the you versus me test. And that's what I'm talking about right now. Right. So if we're using this structure, if we're using this template, then I can make sure the person knows that the business, right? My business is all about them and not about me. And boy, oh boy, doing the secret callers, call around, call around, do five, 10 secret callers. Have someone call your own clinic after this. I'll call them, reach out to me, jump in the Facebook group, reach out to me and say, Jerry, I need a secret caller. Do it all the time. I got a notebook. Right. I'm a notebook. I'm a pen and paper guy. I got a notebook just for my secret callers. So I take all my notes in there. It's all set up so that I can then debrief with the owner afterwards. And the first thing I do at the end of the call when I hang it up is I go, was that about you or me? You being the business, me being the person who needed your help. That's what this this 10 point checklist does a lot of a lot of things for you. So what I'm gonna do is this. I'm gonna walk you through it. We're not going to talk about how to use it. I'm not going to take a deep dive on any of this because it would turn this podcast way too long. What I'm going to tell you to do is join the Facebook group and go in there. And if you want it, I give it to anybody who asked for it. If you want it, go in the Facebook group and ask for it. Um, it sits on my desktop. This and my call log, which I'll get into at a later episode. I've given this stuff away to probably hundreds and hundreds of people some who have done business with me and many who haven't. And, you know, if people just take the call log in this and they go and they change your business and they do better, way more power to them. I get to sleep well at night, right? So let me go through this 10.1 checklist with you. I'm going to talk you through each one. And this is the, by the way, it's in order for a reason. So it's the 10.1 things you must do on every new patient phone call, right? Or I should say, I shouldn't say that. Strike that. I should say it's the 10 boxes you must have checked at the end of every new patient phone call. I told you the four things that are the dead that, that have to be done 100% of the time. Some of these things will fall off at times and they may, they may come out in a different way. They may come up on a follow-up call. I'm just saying you want to have the, these 10 boxes accounted for. And if you don't check them, then you're going to be getting it. Number one is collect all required data. And when I say collect all required data, that's usually to get someone into the EMR so you're ready to schedule them when we get down to number six and we schedule them. Okay. And this gets you to create a case, to open a case, to do whatever you need to do in the EMR and then get off of it. 
So you're not focused on just checking boxes. By the way, I can tell, people can tell, everybody knows when you're checking boxes, even though you think you're so caring, even though you think you're taking care of people on the other end of the phone. Yep. Number two is get their story. When you get their story, when you allow them to tell their story, you can get those four things done that we went over in the last episode. When you get their story, when you allow them to tell their story, you are more than likely going to be able to answer those two questions that I went over, right? Why will they arrive? Why will they stay? Number three really happens within the story. This is why there's an order here. Get their goals. What is it they want? What is their desired outcomes? Number four is get their expectations. We talked about that at length in the last episode, right? Their expectations of care, their expectations of what has helped them or not helped them. I didn't mention that in the last episode. What has not helped them in the past? Number five is collect and find out. So how did you come about to call us? Everybody always says, do you have a referral? How'd you find us? I'm like, not good enough. You got to know how they came about to call you. That's marketing gold right there. Of all the stuff from this episode, take that and have your team start asking. You have a doctor's referral. Yeah. Well, how did you come about to call us? Oh, my neighbor, Becky told me. When I started asking those as two separate questions, it changed my marketing. It changed all my marketing, my marketing strategy, all of it improved the ROI on my marketing when I started asking that. Right. When people, when you ask, oh, you know, you have a doctor's referral. So how'd you buy, how'd you come about to call us? Well, I went to your website. The next question is very, very valuable. What is it you saw on the website? Right. There's your other marketing goal. What is it you saw on the website? What is it your neighbor, neighbor Becky told you about us? We're going to go into that stuff really deep. Number six is get them scheduled, whether it's a consult or an eval. Number seven is ask them, how do you want to pay for this? If they didn't bring up their insurance or anything at the beginning of the call, if you bring up how people want to pay before they bring it up, you're commoditizing your practice business office. I will repeat that. If you bring up insurance or how they want to pay, I shouldn't say before they bring it up. I apologize. Strike that again. If you bring up their insurance or how they want to pay before you get their value from them, before you find out what they want from you, before you find out your expectations, then you are commoditizing yourself. We'll leave it at that. We'll do a deep dive into that. Number eight is you want to prepare them for emails. When you ask them for emails, you got to make sure they know why you're asking for their emails. Number nine is ask, so what questions do you have for me? By the way, there's been some research out there recently about how to ask this question properly. So you got to ask it like that. What questions do you have of me? Now, here's number 10. Recap the call. When you recap the call, review the call with them, you are telling them why they must arrive. See how this magical comes together. And then lastly, the very last thing before they hang up, right? And it flows perfectly with the recap. The point one thing is assure them they did the right thing by calling. All right. So that's the template you must follow on every new patient phone call. If you want it, come into the Facebook group and ask for it. I'll give it to you. It's probably floating around in the Facebook group already. Um, it's probably floating around in a lot of places, but if you want it specifically, 
just jump into the what's best for the patient who's best for business Facebook group and ask me for it. And I'll be happy to give it to you. All right. Cheers all. Welcome through the first uh, marathon of what's best for the patient is best for the business podcast. I look forward to uh, meeting with you again in um, the next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening today to the podcast. Here's what I want you to do next. Um, if you want to stay in touch or want more information on the doing of all this, then I highly recommend, and I really want you to go over to my YouTube page, Jerry Durham PT, J-E-R-R-Y-D-U-R-H-A-M. There is just so much content, videos added weekly, if not daily and you will be able to bury yourself and immerse yourself into this content and learn all you need to know to start implementing some of the things we talked about today second thing i want you to do is just jump in feet first over at my facebook group what's best for the patient is best for business daily interactions right i'll be there you can have discussions with other people you can ask me questions i post there frequently post videos i share information there so it's a place to stay up to date and be very interactive with other people who have the same goals and mindset that you do and want to create this business this healthcare practice that will scale and grow and give you financial performance cheers all